I listen to the Black Guy O-Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome, <laughs> well, uh, welcome to another episode of Black Guy O-Tips uh, podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, wherever you like listen to podcasts mm-hmm. and find podcasts and seek podcasts out. We there. We're there. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're like, honestly, if you're just in your car hanging out, we're in the back seat, just chilling. Okay. <laughs> ready to talk to you. Um, and today is a very special episode. We have it first. Is first time guest on the show but not my first time uh hearing of her uh but maybe it's your first time or maybe you already know her and you're just like oh my god my faves are all combining but it's co-host of cheap date comedy show uh co-host of the podcast the shade of it all ambassador for lady parts justice actress hustler uh all female reboot uh uh sharonica uh on twitter sharon paul uh what's going on sharon Hey, y'all. I just started a new job this week, so I just, like, clocked out like a half hour ago, and I'm ready to talk to y'all. Wow. I mean, listen, stay with a job. Come okay? on. Get the bag. <laughs> In this economy? Oh, right. All the bags. I don't blame you. I'm, I'm going to keep them all. Uh, can you tell us about some of your jobs that you've had? Because I, I was watching a video of you just going through, like, some of the, the hustles and jobs you've been in, and they sounded amazing. Oh, um... Thanks. Um, I've been working some job or another since I was about 14 years old, 13 or 14. Like, as a kid back then, it was, like, babysitting and, like, junior camp counselor, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, the big, econ- the gig economy is big. I don't drive, so I've never done Uber or Lyft or anything, but I was a task rabbit for a while. So, like, any little thing people wanted to hire me for, I was down for, whether that was just picking up somebody's groceries one time, this woman had me come just um, carry her cat down the stairs to her car, which I was just like, I've never been paid more money to do something more ridiculous in my entire life. Was there like um, a reason she couldn't do that? Or was it just like, yes, why, why not? she uh, recently had uh, in vitro. So she wasn't oh. supposed to be over 10 pounds. But I was just like, oh, this lady's about to have a baby and there's nobody around to help her. That's scary to me. Yes. That was real scary to me. Um, I just, I've, I've worked customer service jobs. I've worked for the state government. Um, like you said, I've worked for what, what used to be called Lady Parts Justice. It's called uh, Abortion Access Front Now. Oh, okay. Liz Winstead, you know, the creator of The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I've, I've done it all. I used to do, like, promotional modeling. I'd go to, like, conventions and stuff and hand out flyers for things. Like, I remember I'd hang out, like, while the girls were auditioning for America's Next Top Model mm. or the people were filing into WrestleMania, just any of it. Now, are you a uh, Jamaican or just, like, Because, <laughs> you know, they I'm keep not, the job. I'm, keep I'm not Caribbean at all, um, but I'm, I always say I'm black mixed with blacker. I'm uh, black American, <laughs> black African. Keep a job, man. That's that's a lot of hustle, <laughs> man. Um and uh yeah i I didn't know that they had changed the name i knew there had been controversy about the name a while back but didn't realize they had changed the name so i'll update my files on that one but um what did you do uh you know while you were working for what was it again abortion access front abortion access front or abortion access force because there's both the political nonprofit and 
the political, in the non-political. There's the 501C and a 501C3. You got to have those mm-hmm. distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, my title there, I believe back then I was essentially like an ambassador. I was a liaison between like the comedy community and the reproductive rights community. Um, so like we would put on shows, live shows that were a lot of the times fundraisers for um, abortion providers. Uh, we would actually also provide a lot of um, just on the ground support as well. Like we would go visit providers and clinics and try to up- uplift them because, you know, what they do is so dark mm-hmm. and not what they do is dark, but how they're treated. Right. Yes. Terrible, especially in this country. Mm-hmm. Like they're constantly under attack and they're abused and harassed. So when we could and when we can, we would all just love to provide some levity mm-hmm. for them because they really but- appreciate it. Would y'all go and perform for them? Like, give them, like, a free show? We would literally go. We would perform for them. We would throw events for them. Literally go and feed them. Mm. Let people know that, you know, we we see you and we care. Right. Yeah, and it's like, because it's got to be super stressful because we're also in a country that, in in addition to, like, stripping the funding, right, which is a constant battle against, like, Planned Parenthood and stuff, they've decided that the not even if they did 100 percent of abortions it would still be like a good program but Come on. they do like one percent and they still like strip their entire fucking budget nobody gets any prenatal care yes okay i've no one... used that service like i don't <laughs> think they realize how many people have used that service or will be in the place to use that service right. because now with the pandemic a lot of people mm-hmm. who who literally would have turned their noses up to these services mm-hmm. that they provide Absolutely. for free are walking through their doors mm-hmm. now and so mm-hmm. the thing is they've always been there because a lot of people that birth control std tests you know prenatal care mm-hmm. they do counseling people do not realize the amount of services that they do outside of abortions they get right including cancer screenings yep oh i didn't know they did cancer screenings yep. they do cancer screenings as well and then in addition to just the stripping of the funding and the political attacks like hate crimes are up in america and yes. you have a president mm-hmm. and an administration that's emboldening people to do terrorist acts and you know that planned parenthood and um other abortion service providers are constantly on the uh forefront of that so yeah just to know that there's people like in your corner rooting for you to know that you know like you said whether it's just food or a show like i'm sure that matters a lot to people because who the hell want to i mean like you couldn't blame people if they like you must be committed at this point is what i'm saying like right you like right. everybody at planned parenthood got to be about it at this point you can't you can't have nobody that's just like man it's just a job you know what I'm right saying? you can't be yeah, half-assing it like there's got to be a passion and a real deep feeling and reverence for it. Yeah. And, and it's amazing now where if you say I work for Planned Parenthood, you have made a political statement whether you want it to or not. Is that, and that's wild. And right. most jobs you go, this is my job, and nobody goes, well, your job is associated with this. Yeah, you can work for the actual right. government. And, like, working for the actual government, not not as controversial. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. I say that as someone who has indeed worked for the actual government. Yeah. No, I, I would tell somebody my job and they just be like, oh, you the man. Actually, I have I've had friends joke and be like, oh, you, oh, you a cop. I'm not. Mm. <laughs> I'm not a cop. I've never been a cop. But like friends may joke because I have worked mm. for the state government. Um, but it's, it has never, that has never been a political statement uh, yeah. for me. Other 
have been, but definitely not like, you know, a now, government job. As a black, as we are too, were your yes, parents black. <laughs> when you achieved the the dream of the good government job, how how was that not just a stopping point for you? Because my I've understood my whole childhood. Most of the blacks they go, and, ooh, the government, and that's that that's no, that's yeah, good. and adulthood that you know the one dream of all of us should be to get a good government job. They got them good cup four one k. They got them benefits. Yeah, uh, the retirement yes, plan. I, I ooh, I do love a good benefit. And Come on. Luckily, I have maintained said government job and the good benefits. Are you so still very, are you still hustling you, right now are you still hustling you still doing comedy and all that stuff this is it just like uh is it exhausting like are you yeah, like when do like you sleep like what is your schedule oh it's 100 like? exhausting um sleeping is sometimes a foreign concept <laughs> um but i i currently I, i'm making it work um in COVID times because you know so many uh institutions have shut down mm. the one that I work for is currently working on rotations so if i don't have to be in office it's a lovely time and i can work my other jobs in the meanwhile yeah i guess that's also true because like that's what i'm reading this book called after the gig and they talk about the gig economy and they were saying like the benefits of using the platforms for like you know like a task rabbit or something people that actually benefit from it the most are the people that already have another steady source of income mm-hmm. like the people yeah. if you have to like live on there then it like can kind of suck because it's like man i really need some jobs to open up tomorrow and i hope they pay well right. and i hope they don't take mm-hmm. too long and all that stuff um so are you able to like or you know since you've had this job over time are you were you able to like really benefit from these platforms and only like do the gigs that you really wanted to has it been a good time or has it been like nightmare stories in my mid-20s when i didn't have a good government job or a steady day job i was just gigging mm. and it worked for me at the time mm. but there were i would do things as simple as like little deliveries i may be able to do between four and six jobs a day mm. if time allowed so or there if, if i you know if i wanted to get you know that sleep that old pipe dream there would be some days where i just do one you know right you know balance and budget accordingly did you ever have like did you ever have any bad experiences with the the gig stuff or was it all pretty uh good my dad he's one of these people like he's a computer engineer he's like super smart he got paid all this money. He, like, he's doing so great, but he can't stop himself. Yeah, he, he is. I, your daddy is a pure workaholic because yeah. he's always. <laughs> like, like, yeah, how old is your daddy? He's 60? Uh, 60 something. He's always yeah. hustling. When he's, I tell you always hustling. Okay. Like, he I'm always, talking about, like, he'll do some weird shit. Like, I'm, I was just mulching this dude's lawn. I'm like, you don't need that money. Right. You, don't need the, you don't need the time. No. Like, it's just a thing you wanted to do. Like, work is fun for him. But like he will have these stories sometimes and i always make him tell the story because it's, it's to me it's a crazy story in the world but he went to like someone's house to do something and they had a confederate flag like not like a normal size one but like the size Super of size. a barn supersized yeah yes. and i was like no like that's the no day where you just turn around you're like oh sorry wrong drive through i thought this is someone else's driveway and then you just pull off but mm-hmm. like he does a job and stuff so i just know that there's like dangers to the yeah. to the to the thing maybe it's just a bad customer 
sketchy yeah. sketchy location stuff like that did you ever run across that stuff or were you pretty uh lucky i was i was thankfully pretty safe and pretty lucky like nothing that stands out as anything too crazy i just remember one time someone paid me it was working in like in a corporate office someone paid me to come and literally just load their dishwasher what i'm just so nobody y'all don't have an intern or anything (laughs) okay i'm here i'll do it but y'all got to pay me for the hour for like the 10 minutes it takes you to load your dishwasher right that's a good job though man like an hour yeah. for 10 minutes like man you get line up some of them bad boys um that's what i'm saying that's why i could do like four to six a day if it was something as <laughs> minute as that right and then like um with the other thing with the gig with like doing these different gigs and stuff did you have like a combination of stuff or was it just mostly task rabbit or you know um like it was like task rabbit and also like performing like if i can get gigs like i like a decade ago i did a lot of videos with college humor mm-hmm. book things like that or like extra work on a tv show or a movie like things like that that's that was the other thing i was doing and, and how was work how how did that experience go working as an extra yeah uh, i i mean i always enjoyed it you meet cool people on set you get to see how productions go and like i've just always been you know fascinated by every facet of entertainment yeah and so like being an extra is it like um do you get to like see these like the bigger name actors and stuff there or like do they just i mean if in? they're in the same scene as you yeah do they talk to you and stuff or are they just like i'm i'm an get away from me extra you know what i mean <laughs> i think it's a bit of both it, de- it really it depends on the individual depends on their personality yeah or also personality of like like wranglers like people around them oh right yeah because at that point you know and karen's just refreshing i'm sure she'll be right back uh but yeah they uh because i'm sure that at that at some point you get big enough that you get like people that are rude like on your behalf instead of like you being rude like i wonder if that's what happened (laughs) with ellen like I, i feel like ellen got so big at some point it was just other people being like uh look don't look her in the eyes okay like when yeah, she come th- in they almost have to be like that because like bitch we trying to go somewhere and we can't have everybody stop her beat it yeah because uh, i just i just i just wonder because like that's like such a head trip type of thing i can't imagine ever being the person to say it to someone like you look me in the eyes you know you're fired like yeah most someone men- else has to do that if i'm that type of even if i was that type of yeah. monster somebody yeah, I can't else, do it yes and, and it's a price That's somebody so was level. like if you pay me enough i will tell them bitches not to look you in the eye i will make something up for them to leave you alone you can i am getting them to flee <laughs> and I, you you were also in like rap videos and stuff too like what was yeah, that yeah like? i spent i spent a little bit of time as a video girl as well Ooh. i have that I believe the proper term is, is video, uh, video vixen. vixen yeah, I believe is a... yes, yes. Okay, I was trying to stop myself from saying video ho. Yes, I was a video <laughs> a brief moment. <laughs> How'd you like it? And like, was it? Is what is the set like? Is it professional? And then it's just like, boom, we're all dancing, and then everybody goes back to just like the HR department, and everything's fine. Or is it... <laughs> um. I actually, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about a break. I actually did a bunch of rap videos a long time ago. Um, the most, I guess, the one that had the most exposure was the brief moment in time that Mike Epps fancied himself a rapper. And <laughs> he, 
he he had a song called Big Girls and like I had a speaking role in that video because you know hip hop and R and B videos need acting breakdowns every time. Yes. yes, back in the day. Um, yes, <laughs> and like that one was a lot of fun. Actually, I again taking it back to a different time. I booked that via Craigslist. What? Wow. Yeah, that must have been I, when Craigslist was legit. They was like, we Craigslist was popping back jobs. in the day. Yeah, you lucky you didn't just like show up somewhere and somebody cut your kidneys out. <laughs> right? Yeah, because they didn't tell you who the artist was. Oh my god! Oh yeah, my I god! I honestly had no idea what I was showing up for. That's why I say, like, back in the day, I'm I'm very lucky to be alive because I I showed up for some real random shady stuff and just happened to luck out. Ooh, that's what that's when people be like, Ooh, youth is wasted on the young because you get to a certain age, you be like, I'm not doing that bullshit. You, you know that you young, 100%. you'll be like, I'm here. What's popping? That's the plot to <laughs> that's the plot to like every casting couch porn video now. Is, yes. You know you're mm-hmm. gonna be in a rap video. Okay. Uh who's gonna be in the video? We can't tell you all that yet. Like I, I don't know about this. You just have to wait and see. I don't see. feel too comfortable about this. Um what but that now like when you're on set with like mike Epps, do you get to like talk to him or is he one of the like is he chilling with y'all or like what's that like he did chill with us because a lot of that video was improvised there's a scene where he literally jumps on my back completely improvised (laughs) i did not know mike Epps was going to jump on my back well, thank, I mean, thank God you study improv, you know, so you just know how to yes yeah, and mm-hmm. a nigga jumping on your back, you know, cause. Right, just rolled with it. You could have yeah. just, you could have just spun away and he would hit the ground and be like, well, that was it. Mike Elves broke his knee. I um, hope y'all got insurance on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, do a, holding all those jobs, she got a good back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can hold your weight too. I got twenty five jobs. What's what's a hundred and something extra pounds? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's dope. Now, what was uh, what was it like doing a scene for the video? Because like, like, did you know like we're gonna also be shooting this scene in the video, or did you just like show up and they were like, oh, in addition to this, we gonna need you to do some some speaking lines? One hundred percent. That they were just like, um, you, you're gonna say this. <laughs> that's what it was. What, do you remember your lines or what you had to say? Um, I remember there's a scene in the bathroom where these two girls are kind of talking crap about him and me and another. Um, this is Oh, that was another thing. Like, I used to do some plus-size modeling, so I did, like, some runway, mm. again, like a, over a decade ago, um, with a very successful model, plus-size model now, Jeannie Ferguson. Jeannie Ferguson and I were in a scene where, like, these two skinny girls are talking crap about Mike, Mike Epps and... Me and her are just like, well, get the hell out. Like, he's fine. Da, 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 da. Just like, ready to fight these two girls. Like, and it's just me, like, you out. Like, that's me being sassy in the bathroom. And then there's another, <laughs> there's like a buffet line. And my, come on through buffet. Like, we're hungry. You are- <laughs> it's just, it, it was really I, silly. I mean, what's crazy is that Mike Epps is fine. Like, he is, he's one of those people that got older. And then you just see people come out of the Mike Epps' fine closet. Come on, I got that gray. <laughs> like, when he was Day-Day, it didn't seem like he had as much, like, now. But now he, he, was, he was goofy as Day-Day. Right. Yes. But now you see everybody. I was like, all my friends on the, like, every once in a while, Mike Epps would do something. They'd be like, yeah, you know, Mike Epps' fine ass is in black as fuck, too. I'm like, when did, when did this happen? Does everyone, <laughs> this is not an unpopular <laughs> opinion no, anymore. You, you didn't get the memo. You Congratulations, memo. Mike Epps and uh, ladies. <laughs> some people age into their fine that's just how yeah. it works that is true that is true i feel like that's a skinny man thing right 
Like when they, uh-uh. like when they really, they, they grow up and get a little heft to it. Right. Yes. It, you know, just like when people talk about how when certain women that are small begin to put on weight, and sometimes that weight almost fills them out, almost like mm-hmm. they their body becomes more fuller, and just all their weight just kind of hit the right spot. I feel like everybody, Womanly. yes, everybody got a time. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you just had to. You just need the, the the key is knowing when you're in your time. You know what I'm saying? Like I miss mine. You know what I mean? Mine was when I was like 20 or 17 or something. And I just now I look at pictures. I'll be like, damn, that's when I was supposed to be the man. I didn't understand. <laughs> I let it pass me by. But for the skinny people, it's just like wait your time, man. You know, Kevin Durant. You know, it took him a while. He's got to get to like 35 or something, and then you be like, oh, okay, that's what Kevin Durant mm-hmm. is supposed to look like. Stop you know? filling out but um so funny. what was it like I mean, doing- look, you might have a second wave to hit your your fine yeah. like that look, hey look you know no. what i'm saying i'm not against it okay mm-hmm. someone has to carry be a hero for the rest of us and come on if it's me <laughs> then it, i'll just step up to the plate i just gonna recognize it this time um also like when you said you were doing plus size modeling what was what was that experience like um and what what made you be like all right i'm, I'm done with this i'm moving on i'm, I'm out of the plus size modeling game um it wasn't any particular like event or occurrence that made me like go, I'm not doing this anymore. It was more so just like, you know what? Um, like I like this and I think it is a lovely, beautiful industry, but it, I didn't feel like my body was necessarily doing what the industry wanted at Mm. the time. And so I was just like, this isn't for me. And also I like performing, performing, Mm. Being cute is fun. Look at me wear these clothes. That's awesome. But I like being silly on camera or on stage, you know? Yeah. And and I think also, too, like, modeling is one of the few things left where people really be like, fuck your opinion, you know? <laughs> like, uh, we didn't expect you to talk and shit. You got ideas <laughs> and thoughts and shit. Anybody want that? Right. Mm-hmm. Can't you just be fine? Yeah, they hit you with, who asked for that? Right. Like, <laughs> And like now as we like it's even weirder because now as we have social media everyone has an opinion yes they do and modeling yeah. modeling is still that one where people are like our, our um monroe bergdorf i think got hired again this year we covered it on the show but uh she's a black trans model and they were like why are you speaking on this fucking racism shit do we you supposed to be modeling we hired you for diversity uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, just sit there and be diverse, okay? Yes. <laughs> Don't say nothing. Diverse opinions. Uh, we'll hire white people for I that. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can keep that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that that's interesting too. And then, like, I think also uh, when you're model, it's weird because if you post a picture on Instagram, and you're just like, "This is me at the pool." It's like yay but if you say like i'm modeling blank at the pool people do come with the like kind of unsolicited opinions you know what i mean as if your body mm-hmm. is like a thing to be deconstructed and shit so yes. i could imagine that yeah. that like being a thing that has that that would get old you know what i mean right it's like professionally i'm here for you to have opinions and loud thoughts about my body yeah yeah i don't think i could do it i, I don't have i don't have it in me i'll probably cut somebody out in the comments and lose <laughs> lose my fancy spot lose my fancy spot and shit first, first of all contract canceled after one really angry comment first of all somebody like it your daddy like you know like damn 
<laughs> i don't think rihanna approved of any of this <laughs> so what about like uh stand-up and stuff because i know you're um you know it's the pandemic and i'm sure mm-hmm. that it has put a cramp on just you know going to a place where everyone is laughing and breathing hard and putting molecules in the air Come on. And, yeah. and you're in the stage and all of them are coming towards you so like how's that affected you know stand up for you oh well i have not done any live shows since actually the very end of february before things shut down mm-hmm. um, and i remember even that late february show my friends and i like took alcohol swabs to the microphone we refused to hug each other it was like good to see you from a distance, because I mean, the virus was already very real mm-hmm. in making it was in New York. It was coming. Um, so I just, I've been writing. I've been writing. I haven't done any live shows. Also, like Governor Cuomo essentially canceled all live entertainment in New York City. So even if I wanted to do shows right now, they've essentially been banned. Mm. And how, and like, how have you been getting by? Like, like when you write, are you like, doing uh the online zoom shows are you like going on your instagram or you just like writing saving it up and you're like i'm a one day i'm gonna bust this out um i i wrote a sitcom with two friends that we we wrote a first season of and now we're trying to um convert it into a feature so we're we're working on that currently i'm writing a horror film which is which is very different for me that's not necessarily my go-to genre but i had an idea and i've been running with it and then also seeing like love lovecraft country come out now is just like yes this is very inspiring yes mm-hmm. we're all here for a different type of black horror right now mm-hmm. yeah and then also the the brand new job i got is writing for a hit tv show that's been on for a while that i'm very yeah. excited damn girl you turn the pandemic into a, a, a workshop she's like hold up yeah. come on you know what this pandemic has taught me i need to focus on me and get these bags hey baby she gonna fuck around next yeah. time we interview her she'll be like yes i just got my, my egot yikes I, <laughs> I have been acting i have been doing broadway plays i have been singing i can't wait to take the credit for this come on we call the black <laughs> out tip bomb yes, y'all Let's manifest, y'all. We manifested my egot the next time I talk to y'all. Come on, for that, but that egot is coming. Let's go. That egot is coming, baby. That's dope. And then, like, um, what's it like, right? Like writing and then like pitching what you're writing. Like, is it a difficult process? Is it something you like already have been doing? So it was just like, oh, we're in the pandemic, no problem. Buckle this down, or was it new to you? It, this feels very new to me. Um, like, I literally started this job yesterday. So I'm like, this is exciting and very brand new. Um, but so far, so good. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Enjoy myself. That's dope, man. And- like, it's like, I think also um, to have that as part of your repertoire you know what i mean because stand-up is is a skill writing is a skill uh performing acting like there's all these you like you just have like a grab bag of just skills and stuff um and then unfortunately 
hold on let's let the let's let the fire truck go okay unfortunately they don't people i feel like people don't really respect a lot of skills until it is on that resume like that right so it's like yeah oh, it's like oh oh you wrote for source okay well now you're a writer it's like nigga i've been writing since yeah. i was 12 right they don't respect <laughs> to be fair it didn't feel real to me till right now like it, it feels very uh, validating and exciting like every so often like because i got hired last last week mm-hmm. and i was my boyfriend i was just like oh, i'm a tv writer <laughs> like, no. real right now this is real it's it, like it doesn't feel real but it's real it's happening did, did you throw yourself a party because i would have had a, a party Oh, this, okay, like, again, because we're, I, as, if I'm not at my actual office, I'm still very much on lockdown. Right. So, I work and I come home and that's it. I'm yeah. not in the streets doing this. No, 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 I mean, I mean, like, a party at the house, I would have ordered cake oh, yeah, and ice yeah. cream. The second I came home, <laughs> the second I came home with the news, he went out and got champagne and cake. That's, like we weren't playing. That's what I'm talking about. That would have been me in the house on the Instagram. Hey, bitches, I'm a writer now. <laughs> <laughs> Call, calling up your exes. That's exactly how it felt. You know, Come on. Call up my, my fifth grade teacher that failed me in my spelling test. Yeah, it's been telling people, you said I wasn't going to be shit. I'm a writer now. Right. I, couldn't, <laughs> I, I couldn't write a cursive Z to save my ass, but guess who's getting paid to write? Your girl. <laughs> come on <laughs> nah that's that's dope man um also like um you co-host a show called cheap date comedy show like what it, what is the 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 hook of the, the like why is it called cheap date and what's it about um cheap date is a live stand mostly stand-up show i, I venture to say variety because sometimes we have acts that aren't pure stand-up like sometimes we'll have musical acts on or people who do characters or the occasional sketch group um, and actually, this past August would have been the 10th anniversary if live comedy was a thing in New mm. York. Um, but yeah, uh, Cheap Date I've been doing for 10 years, and it originated, as we were talking about all my jobs and stuff, when I started, when we started Cheap Date 10 years ago, I was both very broke and very single. Mm. So like, ah, oh, the show's a way to make a little bit of money, but I know broke people like me still want to go out and have a good time and still want to date. Come so on. the show... When we first started, it was only a five dollar ticket. Oh man! And we and we give away free snacks. Yeah, that's what. That's like literally, y'all. How did y'all make money in New York? Right. That's like <laughs> everything <laughs> high up there to me. Right, but like the numbers were good. Like from from the first show on, like if not sold out, it was generally a packed room, which mm. was always great. That's dumb. and like mouth we had we've had fans of the show who've been coming out the entire 10 years like people are very loyal and really appreciate the show and we've had some really big names do it and i've always been so happy about the show and so proud like cheat date is my baby that was like my first real foray into comedy because what's funny is that i did my first open mic in may of 2010 Mm -hmm. and then started cheat date august of 2010 damn the confidence okay and 10 years later you still doing it 10 years later yeah is that something where like i know it's got to be on hiatus now because of the the pandemic but like is that something where you're like as soon as we can get back out here we're gonna we're gonna hit it back or is it like oh that's 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 my intention honestly i'm like when when the world returns to some semblance of normal 
and we can get out and we can entertain and it feels safe and comfortable right then absolutely so who all have you had come like perform uh on cheat date um let's see um john mulaney oh man that is that's a huge name reggie watts yeah uh, Hannibal burris mm. um hari kondabalu michael che ted alexandro um gary goldman wow uh, but just lots of people who were killing the game these days that's dope man mm-hmm. it's awesome the lucas brothers actually did they've done it a bunch jermaine fowler like the lucas brothers were on the the last cheat date that happened this year mm. they blown up too man they they stay with a job both of them mm-hmm. yes they do and they, they really do. and they always work together which i mean i don't know how they do that i have a little brother and i'm like i i love them but i couldn't imagine us like doing all our work together you know what i mean like i feel like it, at some point it'd be like man you know we'd be bringing up old shit remember when you didn't do the dishes but <laughs> but like that's i mean dope. they've been together since the womb they're used to each other i get it if it works it works nah that's true man that i'm glad i mean that's dope and then like um for you to like do this show for so long like do you book it as well and get the acts and all that stuff i do all of the booking for 10 years for 10 years girl do you ever find people are like extra nice to you because you booked the show or is this like i know this motherfucker don't fuck with me but they 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 like me because i have the show now absolutely yeah (laughs) without a doubt yeah i figured man that's how it's gotta be because uh i know like um with just having a podcast we have that sometimes if somebody's nice to us but then everybody's like that person's a dick i'm like oh they they because of the podcast they were faking the funk (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) like oh oh that that makes sense that makes sense okay yeah no way this motherfucker like everybody uh, hates everybody but me right no you're not an exception (laughs) to the rule but um man so 10 years in the game like what has changed in stand-up in these 10 years because i feel like so much technology uh tv social yeah like so much has changed about like uh even like the late night show and what that meant for someone's career and stuff like what all of uh, you experienced changing in that time oh plenty it's just like like you said just what is deemed hot one year the next year is obsolete like there have been entire platforms that have come up and no longer exist in the past 10 years mm-hmm. yeah and then have TV you- shows that have done the same. Like, what was once a hot credit today, like two years ago, people would just be like, "What the hell is that?" Today, have you um have you had any um what was I gonna say? Oh, have you always been at the same venue for cheap date? Yeah, we've been at the same venue the whole wow. time, and we've done um, other venues when we've participated in um like some festivals. Mm. Man, that's 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 a hell of an accomplishment man like places don't even be staying open for 10 years years, right that's also true like this place uh kind of burnt down at one point so we took a little hiatus but they rebuilt wow did did it burn down like by accident or what's or was was somebody mad and set the grease on fire they was like fuck this place and coated in chicken grease and lit it up It was like it was an electrical fire. It was like a freak oh, accident. Oh and man! Like on a Friday night, like they had to evacuate. And our show, I think, was on Sunday that that month. 
So our show was supposed to be on Sunday, but it burnt down on that Friday. Wow. As a as yeah. as a booker and host of the show, um, is have and, and as a woman, a black woman, have you had people like challenge you or be upset about you know you booking not booking you know all that type of stuff with them yeah actually what's so funny and i like i don't want to give them any shine because they were an anonymous punk on the internet Mm. um one started a twitter account um called like something like along the lines of one straight white dude Mm. and it was some hater who was mad about looking at comedy lineups that only featured one straight white dude and they use <laughs> flyers from my show as their profile photo. Oh no! This person was dumb because actually there were two straight white dudes in the photo, so the person can't count on top of just being a major hater. Oh my god! I just keep thinking about how much work that had to be, right? Because there can't be many lineups in, in all of comedy that have one well, straight white dude mm-hmm. anyway. Like you know uh-huh. how hard you They're have to everywhere. be like the be trying to be that fucking mad. You know how hard. You, oh my god! Oh, yeah. the work ethic, man. White people it really so silly. They do not like being like. They do not like any level of equality. Oh no! It is not a drop. It's just a non-starter for so many. And then, like white comedians, a lot of times, it's it's that thing where, like, for so often the game was just completely in their favor. White straight white dude comedians, like that was a diverse lineup. We have a blonde. We got four brunettes. We got got a (laughs) man. Like this one dude has brown eyes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. They all they <laughs> have seven different jokes about their penis. I mean, this one has curly hair. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you're not gonna believe it. All of their wives are bitches. They're coming to the stage. And but <laughs> this one got a good tan last week. He's a little bit on the spicy side. Yeah, but it's always it's always so interesting though, because like diversity even like for people that are like diverse, right? So often we still are like including them you know what i'm saying it's not like you know what we will exactly. never have a white person on our show it's always like no no no. of course there's some funny white people They'll, we'll have right. them on the show they just won't be the only people on the show anymore and this motherfucker's like exactly logging into twitter creating a new email account sharon mm-hmm. has to know she fucked up <laughs> and the thing is it's like like i said in 10 years time like i've always made sure that my lineups were diverse They've always been diverse lineups. Um, and I remember, uh, I love her. I think she's so funny. The comedian Leanne Lord, mm-hmm. um, the first time I had her on, she was so happy and so excited. And she told me, she was just like, this was amazing. Like, there were three women on this lineup and it wasn't a thing. Right. Was, Come out for ladies night, y'all. Right. Lady laugh. Like, no, this was the lineup. I had three women on here that I find hilarious, and that's just what it is. Yes, I love that because it's like I, <laughs> that's also how you know that the game's not diverse yet. When 
you put like okay it's five black people on here and it's like so then it's the what like queens of comedy it's like no no nigga, no, no it's five it's, funny black people it's, it's just five <laughs> exactly. people that are here yeah. and that's kind of the end of it right you know because you never have to do mm-hmm. that with white people shit Ever. you never have to be like it's the white guys of comedy it's like no that's just comedy so, so. <laughs> exactly they get to be the default in everything yeah oh man um you're born and raised in new york i am i'm a brooklyn native so what's it like living up there in the covid man i know y'all got y'all numbers down and um i think i even read y'all are gonna start school back in like the end of september i believe today school is supposed to begin september 21st in person that news dropped today Woo. are you uh looking Mm. forward to that or you just think no like i don't even have kids but i'm very much not looking forward to it because rush hour will be a nightmare and i realize that Mm. oh all right i do have another question too about new york because i've been wondering this but we're from charlotte north carolina we Mm -hmm. don't we don't know anything about new york Mm -mm. um what the fuck is up with uh y'all's governor and y'all mayor beefing and why why are they beefing like well it seemed like they was cool when the covid shit started and then like now <laughs> they've I, never been no they've never been cool they okay been cool. okay and i was like fuck you and fuck you too like yeah, what happened what, what happened it's, it's just that there's national attention on it now because nobody who, who cares about what some other state where a mayor and a governor are fighting like you don't right. see that like stay in the news or anything um but yeah no they've just never gotten along and you know it's people say it's like with them like a dick measuring contest that they always want to see who can flex the hardest but i'm like you're a mayor you're not going to beat out what the governor has to say right beat my dude that's so weird i it's like uh at least when it first started it felt like everybody was just scared so it's like listen do what he says stay in the house and don't do shit and then the other one would be on tv like yeah do what he say stay in the house don't do shit and then at some point it's just like y'all gonna go back to school though it's like what what happened like exactly (laughs) oh my god exactly and it's wild to me i'm just like i've and it it sounds it might sound a little rude but i've never been happier about not having children than living through this pandemic say that again now i do not feel bad for any parents i was like i don't have to make the decisions because you know Mm -hmm. because i can't imagine having to make a decision for your smaller children you might be okay but for the older children who have their own mind and have their own opinions and have their own thoughts and think they know everything but they don't know shit them mm-hmm. them children wanting to fight me when i'm like no nigga you stand your black ass here we're not going nowhere yeah it is like a slight <laughs> it is like a slight flex right now to not have kids although you know i try not to humble brag on it too much um but yeah i do feel very fortunate to not have to worry about that shit because and yeah. and low-key also to not have to have them in my house you know what i mean because like they gotta be fucking with the program because with us being two adults it's kind of like if I want to go in another room and just like, I don't know, play video games or watch TV or go to sleep or something, I do not like, and Karen's going to burn the house down if I don't wake up right now. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that, that and then children go through phases, particularly if you're in, if your child is in the phase where you have got to entertain them. They are mm-hmm. not at the age that they can yeah. entertain themselves. Mm-hmm. So you are the entertainment 
Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, before you were like, okay, you, you can go do something else. Now it's like, I'm bored. I'm bored. You was like, okay, you got a PlayStation. You got an Xbox. You got all this mm-hmm. shit to do, but I'm the form well, of entertainment. Well, also they're going to school. <laughs> they're going to school on the same thing that they like are on Facebook on. Yes. So it's got to be like challenging for them to learn and right. stay yeah. on task and shit. I know I would be all up in it. I mean, that's how I felt in college. It's just like, I'm doing this paper, but Facebook is also here. Right. I'm like, you know what? We can live group chat this teacher about how much we hate them. You know what I mean? So like, what's, <laughs> like, like what's more alluring to me? This lesson or to be like, oh my God, I bet he has coffee breath. Yeah, and it's one of those things, too, where it has to be stressful for the children also, you know, True. because you, Absolutely. you you took their, just like the parents are like, my routine is fucked up. The kids is like, my routine was fucked up. Right. Because just like the parents are like, nigga, I'm tired of you. The kids is like, nigga, I'm tired of you. So right. everybody's sitting in here tired of each other because school is a break for everybody. It's a break from the parents and it's a break for the mm-hmm. kids to actually have their own autonomy over their body, make their own decisions. In, and socialize. In, right. right. In, in their limited space. Yeah. yeah that's where my heart like aches for the children right i'm like mm-hmm. especially for kids who are at the point where they're literally just learning how to socialize mm-hmm. and i work about the long-term implications of this like are we going to have a generation of kids who don't know how to interact with others outside of their household because right. they're going to pick on every single idiosyncrasy of like their parents mm-hmm. and their siblings right now and not get used to like diversifying their interactions yeah they're gonna have to post like polls in the zoom do you like me check yes or no (laughs) you know (laughs) it's gonna change the whole game man you know i just feel bad for them but yeah it is like a slight flex not to have kids right now man i like like today i just logged into uh my student loan website because we paid them off last year finally and congratulations thank you and i just looked at that's a big ass achievement i'm not ain't gonna lie i just looked at the zero balance for a while i don't even like i didn't need anything i just i just needed a pick i need a pick me up i was just like oh shit yeah we did (laughs) we did that we did that there's another thing to live for i am an adult yes but um the the other thing though is like it's new york so um i know that things are starting to come down people are going outside a little bit more um mm-hmm. are you seeing more people outside now because y'all's numbers went down there's like too us. many people outside it's too many <laughs> it's too many people outside period it's too many people on the train it's too many maskless people that's what drives me crazy like every i text my friends every morning i'm like it's hate crime o'clock i'm gonna end up pushing down one of these maskless people <laughs> I'm drives scared, me nuts i'm scared of the maskless people because they come they one they don't even care about their own lives that's right number, that's they no, don't that's number they really one because the shit is really to and you can't trust somebody who doesn't care about their own life come on, come like, on. Life. If, like right. you're a stranger you i don't even care about me that's wild <laughs> yes I, I cannot and then and then the other part is like they are the ones that keep going viral on the videos because like they want the smoke like they leave the house wanting to yep. fight like i like i saw a person today there was like two people a man and a woman they were together but he had his mask on he was wearing it right but she was just talking she had her mask on her chin and she was just talking as if like just as if she as if the mask was just like a, a well it's on my body therefore it is working yeah people love to rock that chin strap and i'm like you are useless useless <laughs> 
the only people more frustrated are the ones who leave the nose out because yes. like you are even more frustrated because you almost were right you almost had it exactly oh i don't know if you guys have it there but like um on public transit and like just around they have like the little signs that have like a little smiley face that shows you the right way to do it where it's like a chin strap and it's like nope the halfway almost there and then like the just right one we don't have those but we need them people I, need it i want to get a shirt that says your mask goes over your nose but but like i said these motherfuckers leave the house wanting to fight yes they will see that and walk up to you some bullshit and i don't want to get covid mm-hmm. from whooping somebody's ass you know what i mean because <laughs> like yeah like it's like i'm a, I'm definitely trying to win the fight because i can't be one of these people that dies and they be like you know this person spat on him at the store and then he died a week later exactly I and wanna, then, okay I'll, this happened i think yesterday if not yesterday the night before um old man got slashed in the face because he told the dude to put his mask on mind you the dude was one of those chin strap assholes he had the mask on his body and they got mad somebody told him to pull it up and he slashed the man across the face on the train that's that's why i give these motherfuckers a wide berth man because then like if he give me the COVID, it's i died and i have to be on my deathbed like but just let him know in the news i whooped his ass that that's true i <laughs> I, I can tell i am a car culture people like i i drive you know drive so i'm like i do vehicles because the subway is one of the places where i was like oh y'all packed in there and i know speaking of subways they shut down a lot of uh the tracks because of the covid so are trains more packed now because people can't travel and to the different places that they used to um well i mean you can still get everywhere but you know new york city has always been a 24 7 city and for like the first time the subways are now closed between 1 and 5 a.m that's when they're doing the major cleaning okay and also the up until literally yesterday the buses had all been free because they had cut off the front you're not allowed to be near the driver you had to get on via the the back of the bus right and so i mean that literally that was from march up until yesterday wow Uh, the trains the thing is when i first i started going back to my office early july and it was pretty empty people were miraculously social distancing most people had on a mask you would you would see like one jerk on the train without one but for the most part everybody was keeping their distance and one mask and i i swear to you every single day by day the numbers grew i watched it get more crowded by the day i wish i had like a time progression video of how crowded the trains have become since july you were talking about the driver so what am i just gonna come in and breathe in the driver's face now are they in a a booth or something They, they have like they they're like in a booth now but prior they literally just like put like giant plastic curtains down the middle of the bus so people were only in the back like nowhere near the drivers because the nca here lost 131 employees to COVID. yep yep my god shit is real man yeah um how and then like how is COVID affecting like you know the love life are you still able to like see your man in the COVID, or is it my man my man lives with me he's okay sitting Five feet away from me at his desk right now okay because i feel like you know the covid had to be make a break time for people man come on you had you had to be like, like you're on the cusp it's like listen man i'm not doing this year by myself mm-hmm. homie like yeah you had to look at the rotation <laughs> and then you had to look at the at, at the stats and shit really hard to determine who is going to quarantine with me is is they worth mm-hmm. this 
and you got the um <laughs> and you got the new york rent on your ass so like, right like it's uh-huh. it's double time like you need to hurry up and make a, uh you need to hurry up and make a decision you could you find out people people call and be like look this, this is your call like like you calling somebody for a job application but like, look this is your call i'm just letting you know the job is there but you you know you got 24 hours and i'm gonna rescind this and i'm gonna go on and and and, and, and go on to the better offer that's why everybody was uh that's why everybody was calling their exes when the when that quarantine hit they, it was like listen mm-hmm. um the rent can work this out the rent is high and you know what and i considered it and cheating on me wasn't that big a deal let's figure this out let's make it work <laughs> But I just, in fact, she can come too, pay a third of the rent. Come on, let's split it down the middle. <laughs> but does does it cha- does it change? Studio, right? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I cut you off. My bad. What'd you say? I was like, the three of us can live in this studio, right? Yes, Girl, yes, <laughs> listen, yes. It's gonna be some entanglements up in this motherfucker. All types of entanglements. <laughs> Um, but does it does it add any stress or strain to the relationship is it still or does it make it like even better because it's more intense like how's it how's it feel in the, I in think the quarantine it, it's been great because i mean we're i think we're like very lucky to have space mm. we have space apartments so it's like if i want to be in one room he wants to be in the other room we technically don't have to see each other all day if we don't want to mm, that's the key yeah i think that's very helpful like i remember early on no joke early in quarantine i said to him i was like i feel like i don't see you enough like just because we this time in like different rooms even though we were in the same space literally 24 7 right i I feel like that's out together while we were home that's so weird because like i feel like 16 year old me and like this is what marriage is gonna be i'm just gonna be up under somebody all fucking day we're gonna love up on each other it's gonna be the best but then like grown person me is like no the key to this shit is moderation okay <laughs> like yeah. like you like love hard when you do love but you know sometimes like love hard from the other room and yes exactly you know, so. We have very much been loving hard from the other room throughout yes, this. Yes, yes. But I just magical. If, yes, if you need me, hit me in the Xbox chat. Now, just walk in the other room. Because <laughs> just earlier, earlier this evening, I went to take like a power nap, and he was like, "Well, if you're not awake by what time? What time should I get you?" And I told him, and then I was like, and then I called him to tell him I was extending my nap time, but he didn't answer his phone. So that was me literally banging on the on the wall <laughs> and find out what was going on i was like give me another 15 minutes thank you <laughs> the snooze button okay yeah my, my human snooze button um, came in so handy that's what's up though man i'm glad you're uh happy and stuff because i think that you know it, everybody's either gonna come out of this like closer together or divorced oh, like i feel like that's oh i've heard i've heard of a divorce or two i've yeah. seen it we've been the celebrity's yeah. been going through it you know, every time I look yeah. up. Yes. <laughs> they used to everybody well, being on the other side me, of the world. I saw some of those celebrity divorces. One of the rumors were about like two or three of them were in regards to Black Lives Matter. Like it was white couples who were arguing mm. about Black Lives Matter that ended up divorced. Oh, no. Yeah, that's like mm-hmm. a hell of a way to find out. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. like you're in the pandemic already, so y'all can't go nowhere and then some racist shit happened and it's the number one news in the world right and you because people probably automatically assume because they're white and they don't talk about these things i guarantee Mm -hmm. you they assume the other person was on their side 
Yes. Like, oh, 100%. Both of them were assuming it on yes. their side of things. Exactly. This is like, oh my God. You see what they did to this nigger George Floyd? It's like, <gasps> what? What? Like, I oh. just came from a rally. How dare you? Right. Oh my God. Oh, Black Lives Matter. Am I right? Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Wait a minute. How do you mean? <laughs> Black lives. I'm, I'm saying black you lives meant matter. All, right? You meant you meant all? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying black lives matter is the worst. What were you gonna say? Were, I was gonna say black lives matter is a good slogan, and I agree with it. Oh God, we gotta get a divorce. Yeah, um, we ain't gonna make it. Yeah, that's man. Yeah, I did see a few of those. Man, you see somebody like even the Kellyanne Conway got to go work on her family because cause, right? yeah like Those stories are wild for me it got too far man the, yeah her daughter was like i'm gonna get y'all either gonna act right or else i'm just gonna start spilling the beans and then everybody had to come home for the bag oh man. she set everything on fire like she was yeah like, they was like on. oh no we got to put the fire out like she was because you know what that's the only way she was gonna leave because she had no intentions on leaving shout out to white children you know what i'm saying come on they be doing it big man you gotta give them credit like i would i i, I like it really don't matter what. i've never i've never heard those words together before <laughs> listen you gotta give them you gotta give them credit man because yeah. i don't know if it's just an ethnic thing but i know i whatever happens in my parents house is like they business so even if, like oh, I, I can yeah, like that's true tiktok facebook it's like we would never see Jaden or willow out in their parents business their parents business is already out and they don't talk about it Mm-mm. that's the difference they sure don't they <laughs> kept their mouth closed about everything Jaden be like check out my new single and don't ask me no questions about august i'll see all right y'all y'all have a good one and he and he's the weird one and he's don't talk about that shit that little white girl was like my mama ain't shit and my daddy ain't shit and i want free today and then her mom was like i have to quit my job and the yes, dad here, here is my resume right because if i don't i, I there that. will be a book published about me i have got to straighten this shit out that shit was way different mm-hmm. oh that book is coming anyway it is mm-hmm. that's about a that shit on already lost mm-hmm. that white parenting hit different man you know but good for them you know i'm glad they i'm glad they're getting through it all right you know mm-hmm. all right let's talk about other news okay there's a lot of news happening okay. um have you ever heard of the rapper future mm-hmm. have you ever heard of his have you ever heard of his uh very potent seed because he has another i know more about his potency <laughs> than any of his music <laughs> He has another hit single woman, okay? His <laughs> his semen it will get you quicker than COVID. His semen is like, I got you. It's, it's, you in the vicinity. He 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 ain't got to get close to you. He just wiggle around enough. You be like, oh, how I get pregnant? You know, it's <laughs> a Lori Harvey escaped. Yo, and he was mad. And he was mad. He was salty on his Instagram. And I was like, I hope all the women that are his baby mamas that he's disrespected just like this Instagram post, you know? Who is K? Hold on. Lori Harvey, who's Steve Harvey. Lori Harvey. Oh. Yeah, they were dating for a while, and then they bro- she broke up with him. And then he posted this real salty uh, Instagram picture of himself 
uh he ig modeled it you know i like to do that from time to time where you take a picture of yourself and then you put in the caption how you really feel about some other shit come on so he was <laughs> and it was like super disrespectful like these these bitches be tripping or something you know some stupid shit like that i was like oh Lori harvey must have got away good i'm glad she escaped hit that he dick literally said something along the lines of i'm sorry to my fans for like letting like a hoe mess me up like it was yeah. something very so just yeah just ridiculous anyway um she must have got wind of this because apparently a george judge has ordered uh future to pay thirty two hundred dollars in child support to eliza rain eliza rain is this woman who he has been claiming is not the mother of his child for months he's been dragging her and she's been like future we we know you're the father and everyone knows he's the father it's not like you can't hide that your your sperm is busting through walls nigga like real life not not vagina walls i'm about right. real walls like like, like Kool-Aid Kool-Aid man. Man. yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah you pregnant girl and plus like whose <laughs> whose hustle is to be your 14th baby mama right like but but like the fake way you know what i'm saying like no one's hustle is that it's just you just like let's guess what happened in all likelihood um a woman came out of nowhere and just accused you of impregnating her for no reason or this is now your 10th baby mama right i just you hate condoms and you've got to come to terms with this right. come on man keep it real that this, that's it. just somebody else to add to the spreadsheet start a charity folks. Mm-hmm. write it off what was it 501c come on <laughs> you need to be writing these babies off on this ta- like something Tax deductible something something um <laughs> but um yeah so judge judge ordered him to pay that child support even though he claimed that that baby was not his um they've been going back and forth for he was harassing this woman he tried to like get her fired from her job the whole mm-hmm. night and the thing is uh russell wilson's wife tried to tell y'all she was like he ain't shit and mm-hmm. they talked trash mm-hmm. about her she was like she told him quit making songs about me and shit right his fans harassed mm-hmm. her you know she was like i didn't want to make it public he not he not doing his part shout out to the guy russell wilson man come on he came through like a light-skinned man a tyler perry movie and come on he was like save that woman. <laughs> he was like baby i got you save that woman from that man oh what yeah. a good dude he he picked russell his- wilson is a tyler perry hero isn't he yes. he's a god yes. light-skinned man with good hair Come on. He picked up baby Future and said, Future, you my future. Mm-hmm. That's a real man. Come on. And ran off in the sunset with them. In the movie, I don't know who he's going to be played they by. Had two more. Yes. I love it. I love They the best, man. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is like she helped. She saved him because one, his original, his starter wife, Mm-mm. a non-starter. And then the second thing was um, he's so corny but see but but him being with sierra makes him cool it does don't so, it so yeah. it's, you know yeah, things out nicely like he got big cornball energy but like you can't really and there's nothing wrong with that nothing no, at all absolutely hmm. more people cornball. need to get more people need to get with cornball people because yeah. your life would be a lot better you'd be trying to get with superfly and realize superfly ain't but a hot fucking mess yeah i mean listen i'm a mm-hmm. cornball i love cornball energy okay I, I i nothing better than like coming home to the same house every night you know come on it's a big, it's a big, <laughs> I mean, it might, you don't have to debate what you attend women who yeah bore your children on any given night. exactly it might not make a good book 
you know, no. it's, it won't be a good tell-all, but yep. it's, it's, it's what I'm into. <laughs> it's but, what I'm into. But yeah, that's what I fuck with with Russ, man, because, like, that was the only way to make Russell Wilson cool, because, like, what you gonna say? Because he with Sierra, so you can't even, it's like, oh, this nigga cornball, it's like, with Sierra, though, mm-hmm. so. Come on. More of y'all need to emulate the corniness. Come um, on. But yeah, so he gotta pay that money, man, after all the months of saying that's not his baby. Mm-hmm and uh not submitting to a um to a, a dna test because he knew it was his mm. yeah so um but she Maybe he was just bored this is just what he does he just fights women and claims that the thousands of children he gave them don't belong to him it's all fun mind games in the world of the future <laughs> he's like you he know like, he did a jedi mind trick i am not the father yeah wave his hands <laughs> No, no, no. This this is not gonna work. I am no, no, no. I'm sorry. I, 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 I my mind's too strong. And do it. Uh, let's play a game, okay? We got some games that we play here. Yay! Okay. <clears throat> our first yeah, game. Our first game is a game called Fucking with Black People, and we do have a theme <laughs> song. Let's sing the song. <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, y'all. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game that goes all over the globe and we play, we find different articles that make us feel fucked with. The weird sign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. Let's see who's fucking with us today. Oh, McDonald's. You know, we love McDonald's. They got the best um, Black History commercials. You know what I miss from McDonald's? Not to get off topic, but y'all remember years ago when you used to go to McDonald's, they had the trays, and for Black History Month, they used to have the liners that mm-hmm. was in the trays, and during the month of February, you would <laughs> always get, like, all these, like, pictures yeah. of, like, Martin Luther King, like, Factor, all... And those factoids. Yep. Yes. I used to mm-hmm. love that as a kid. Yeah. That's actually the only way to learn black history in North Carolina. You have to sure go to McDonald's and look at one of those fucking trays because they're that, not going to teach you in school. That's how I learned about it. Went for that. I, I wouldn't have known who half of them was. Like, oh, man, it was a riot in Winston-Salem. I had to get another Happy Meal and finish. And, get, and finish the second half. <laughs> get the next sheet. Mama, mama, come back in a week. They, they change it every Wednesday. All right. It's like I got diabetes. <laughs> I got diabetes, but now I know who the I now know who the Greensboro Six are. You know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Mama, what's the word worth? <laughs> uh, for, former Black McDonald's franchisees filed a lawsuit alleging decades of discrimination. Discrimination. Wow. Fifty-two Black former McDonald's franchisees. Fifty-two. Fifty-two are suing the fast food chain, a chain alleging decades of discrimination. According to Business Insider, a complaint was filed on Tuesday in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District Court of Illinois, seeking more than $1 billion in damages. Mm. I hope Calvin wasn't one of them. Me either. Calvin got a J-O-B. <laughs> and now he got a lawsuit Come on, on. Hands, okay? <laughs> Calvin got a settlement. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Kevin probably retired by now. That man got to be in his 60s, 70s. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
in the well he never made it to uh he never made it to the uh owner karen he's oh he hit the glass ceiling and that's still, why he's still mm. he's still manager in the complaint the franchisees allege systemic and covert racial discrimination adding that it systemically steered black franchisees to set up shop in older stores in predominantly black neighborhood locations that historically have higher insurance and security laws but that take in less revenue so they basically was like oh you're black why don't you get the store on the black side of town by the black people and the the newer stores and the uh st- where it has like a white side of town or whatever we're gonna we're gonna give that to white people mind so you, take this low performing store with the most overhead mm-hmm. right because mind you most people don't give a fuck or know who the owner of their goddamn mcdonald's is we right. it's not gonna make a difference to us it's mcdonald's weird form of redlining Basically. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. One franchisee referred to opening a McDonald's location as a black franchisee as a financial suicide mission in the complaint, which also mm-hmm. goes on to accuse the chain of forcing out black franchisees over the last 20 years. But McDonald's denies forcing out black franchisees, uh, saying that the number has remained relatively unchanged. It's interesting, too, because those are the ones that had the most, like, lost from theft and stuff. So, like, they basically let them deal with the Hamburglar. And the the other ones, you know, just had Grimace, you know? And that's not fair. My And mm -hmm. I'm not trying to find it. And uh, more and more I think about it, the uh, ones in the uh, black neighborhoods were probably less likely to be 24 hours either, which would probably Mm -hmm. cut into, like, the, you know what I mean? The profit. Right. True. That's very true. Um, My priority has always been to seek the truth, said McDonald's CEO Chris Kempzitsky. Uh, in a state in a message to employees when allegations such as these occur i want them investigated thoroughly and objectively james l ferraro the the attorney for the franchisees disagrees he told business insider that mcdonald's is more concerned about pr than they are about action and about doing the right thing they're just purely about protecting their image uh ferraro says mcdonald's has been on a pr campaign since he alerted them in early june that the filing was coming recently emphasizing the importance of values and diversity donating to the national urban league and the naacp and mourning the deaths of black people killed by police in their advertising oh so it's all just fake so that they so they can fight off the lawsuit how that mm-hmm. how would that work in court uh your honor your honor <laughs> I see the evidence and the stats and everything they just put up there. Uh, but in our defense, uh, arrested killers of Brown and Taylor. Is that going to work? Is Can y'all throw the suit out? Nope. Okay. We didn't make a case. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, in our defense, George Floyd? Oh, no, nope. nothing? That's not enough? Nothing. Okay. All right. Work. <laughs> the lawyer just goes up and takes a knee. Like, I'm just taking a knee. <laughs> real quick put his fist in the hell uh wakanda forever (laughs) like no motherfucker what what is the numerical evidence that y'all weren't discriminating um yeah we'll see how that works out but how fucked with do you feel on intervals of 25 up to 100 karen i am uh 75 75 fucked with sharon i'm feeling like 82 fucked with okay all right well we do intervals of 25 so i'm gonna say 75 sharon and okay. I'm gonna go with man this is tough I'm not gonna lie cause I think of McDonald's and I just think of all the great blackness in the commercials come on and all the great like bops that they had yes bops I mean it's hard to, to call them racist I woke up and found you creeping oh 
girl, I know your secret. You're dipping on me. Got that McNuggets loving. You went to McDonald's? It just ain't fair. Why can't you share your love with me? Nice song, but you're still not getting any of my crispy, juicy McNuggets. Girl, you got to tip these things. Don't be stingy. <sighs> I hate to do it, McDonald's. That was my bop. It was a jam, but I I got to go with 75. I got to I gotta back up the sisters on this one. This it's pretty i'm pretty fucked with man i thought y'all was one of the good ones yeah Ugh. it's sad when you get a look behind the curtain man and you find out that even yeah. Mc, even mcdonald's got problems mm-hmm. if this would have been like kentucky fried <laughs> chicken i would have been like eh. oh, i mean it's kfc yeah, like, Obviously. I yeah. Mean, you know oh dennis dennis got you oh uh, <laughs> 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 what was I you mean. even doing being a franchisee at cracker barrel you know that's like <laughs> It's like speaking at the RNC. Black ass barrel. Yeah, <laughs> like speaking at the RNC. I can't be. That's 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 on you. But nah, not McDonald's, man. That one hurt. Um, all right, last one. Burger King used to do something similar. They, I remember years ago, they just wouldn't sell franchises to black owners. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I don't understand. Money is money. Like I don't understand. Nobody gives a fuck about who owns these places. Like, my black dollars aren't worth less than anyone else's. It's, it's so, really absurd. It's so wild, too, because we the ones in the food desert, so you know the money is to be made. It's right there. And that's why they don't mm-hmm. want us there. Right. Right. They, they like, oh, man. Profit or hate black people. Ah, such a tough decision every day. It's just like, <laughs> we're already so good at hating black people. Why stop you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we put in a lot we of work. We want to We've get been a, doing this for so long. Yes, we want to get our racism equity. We have invested too much. The black dollars, they just <laughs> they come in, they have all this rhythm and I don't like it. It just doesn't feel comfortable. Uh photo of a Long Island fire truck uh displaying a Confederate flag sparks an investigation. Oh. Yeah, and this is yeah, not yesterday. <laughs> This is not episode one of uh, Lovecraft Country. Right? This is just, <laughs> this actually happened. Uh, Confederate flag was displayed on a Long Island, Long Island, Long Island? That's up there with you, ain't That's it, baby? That's too far from the fucking Confederacy. Isn't it absurd? Right. What? But they claim that the shit is down here. The Confederate flag be up there because all of New York ain't city, y'all. I hope y'all know they got country parts okay. like they do down here, too. I've heard the stories. I heard it's a sundown town you know oh my god long island uh town fire truck has sparked outrage because of the confederate flag um the brooklyn fire department i mean sorry brookhaven fire department chief apologized in a statement on sunday after a photo of the department's fire engine with the similar confederacy hanging on the side surface on social media the unauthorized action was done without the knowledge of our leadership team and is condemned in the strongest terms we can assure our community that racism has no home in a firehouse you would talk to some black firefighters and that dad tell your ass something different right there's a cross burning in my lawn uh we'll get to it when we get to it okay don't be calling up here rushing us what do you think this is the fire department uh (laughs) this is only about an hour away from where i live oh my god this is absurd and and the thing is i don't believe you 
because somebody knew that shit was on that truck. I'm sorry. Right. They sure like, did. Like, I'm, they I, sure did. I don't care what you say. And what kind of leadership team do you have if you don't know this? Right. What kind of leadership team don't mm-hmm. go around and check the fucking truck before y'all leave? Y'all just roll off? I don't know. I don't believe you. I'm just saying, like, you go, it was done without the knowledge of our leadership team. Okay, so then are you even a leader? Because someone felt very bold either you're leading them into the confederate flag or you're ineffective as a leader because so this is a very bold move here Pick one. oh my Pick god one. um so and what no matter how you slice it you failed right the pinto added that the incident involved a sole firefighter who acted alone oh and the rogue firefighters Mm-mm. in erecting the flag during a no response event which was a drive-by honoring a former fire chief now battling cancer what does Mm-mm. what does that have to do with cancer? Mm-mm. So was that like this dude with cancer really loves the Confederacy? I'm doing this for him, right? Rebel, rebel against that cancer. Y'all. Rebel against that cancer. Okay, we need you to. <laughs> we need you to. We need Confederacy you to, against cancer. We need you to secede that cancer from your body. Okay, that's we just trying to motivate you. <laughs> the fuck, <I'm> Karen. <laughs> makes no sense none oh no, not, not a, not a lick Ra- no. racist people really just throw out any fucking excuse yes they do because the media yeah, there's zero logic to it yeah because mostly the media just accepts it you know they'd be like well have to give a white person the benefit of the doubt but it's like it makes no sense um but yeah both of the, the fire department and the town board say they are investigating the matter which means nothing's going to be done and no other details are released right right you don't need an investigation no you just said it you know who did it right you're fired and not only are you fired uh we need to talk to whoever's leading this firehouse yeah and have a conversation Mm -hmm. with him and talk to this leadership team well you know what if you put it that way then maybe that would be the investigation right like who else knew just like what are you leading what aren't you leading how many more not just this y'all fired too right yeah 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 so that's so that's me i would come in and be like okay it's a problem mm-hmm. here right somebody didn't do their job didn't check up everything off their checklist right you know because i guarantee you there are conversations had they've been he's not the only one he's just the only one that was dumb enough to bring that flag yeah because he's not having this conversation mm-hmm. by himself like it, it sure was that. it was the fire department but now it's the fired apartment because y'all niggas don't have a job yeah the whole department. go back home everyone is out and, 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 you, and you know what's so fucked up? You have an asshole like this, but you know who you won't hire? The the inmates that is out here fighting these forest fires and shit. In California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all, tell California, them, yeah. y'all tell them that they can't get the motherfucking job. Mm-hmm. They should be able to get one because at least yes, they'll come they with should. the fire. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, they said they condemned the display on the front on the symbolism of racism and hatred in the strongest possible terms. Okay, condemning don't mean nothing to me, bitch, because if my house burns down, I want to be sure that uh, the person that's coming to put my fire out ain't racist. They also said there's no affiliation. Or is it throwing more kerosene <laughs> on your yard? <laughs> they come put the, mm-hmm. like if two houses get on fire next to each other, they like put out the White House on shit first, like, hold up. <laughs> We're gonna get to y'all. Just give us a second. Jesus. Just wait. Just wait. Hold on. Wait your turn. <laughs> yeah. We almost done. We almost. We just want to get a little extra wet. And now we're going to just water the grass a little bit because it's a little, little dry <laughs> at this White House. You know, we're going to make sure they get moisturized. Get them flowers. We coming to you, Negroes. Um, 
it is our hope that those responsible for this hurtful display will be found identified and be held upon, uh, accountable for their actions uh said the councilman for brookhaven he also said there's no affiliation between the local government and the local fire department despite having the same name which huh how does that work mm-hmm. um but yeah uh th- th- this, this is crazy yes it is uh they mm-hmm. the mayor said what patchogi patchogu i don't Pachog. know Patchogue, okay. Thank you. Sorry, we're not from there. Mm-mm. Patchogue Mayor okay. Paul Pontieri Jr. says he attended the event for the Elling former fire chief and said that the foolish actions of one really taints the department in a way it shouldn't be tainted. He also said he didn't think there was a racist intent in the photo, saying the person responsible may have been trying to celebrate a department drill team nicknamed the Rebels, a move he said was tone deaf and that it is hurting all. Mm-mm, mm-mm. 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 this is when saying nothing would have been so much better than saying anything yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then they wonder why people are like nope the rebels you get that that name yeah. need to be no mascots named the rebel like we want to mm-hmm. make it so you have no motherfucking excuse thank god that they weren't yeah. named the like clan you know like what if they would have been the fire the fire department clan you just put a hood on <laughs> could have got worse <laughs> could have been worse man <laughs> um but speaking yeah. of which what were your high school mascot the trojan Trojans. the olympic trojan mm-hmm. we went to the same high school mm-hmm. um okay. and before that it was the wapiti yeah, the wapiti middle school which is a deer i didn't know what the it's hell a, a wapiti was okay i i yeah me either fast. me either because i got okay. there they was like we are the wapiti i said the hell is a wapiti yeah so we always had in pretty... elementary school it was, it was a cougar a wapiti is not intimidating at all and we weren't we in weren't. any sport mm-mm, mm-mm. so no but but on the low you get close enough them hoods will fuck you up though yeah i, I wouldn't want to fight any wild animal but yeah we weren't a very intimidating bunch and no. that's fine that's fine <laughs> no um half of us probably couldn't spell wapiti still can't damn yeah. wapiti um <laughs> but yeah so uh zero to a hundred karen oh me everybody get a hundred all right what about you sharon definitely 100 because i'm like that's I, as far as i'm concerned that's damn near local i because i saw it on the news yesterday uh, and i was in here even in cursing about it yeah <laughs> i also give it 100 that's pretty damn terrible and i can't imagine having to call the fire department for something knowing that they had confederate flag flying and the worst part about it is i actually do believe them that there wasn't racist intent because i think white people do not fucking think about us no, at they all don't. like to me that is not a reprieve that is literally worse like i read it's the, a matter of yeah i read like to if you can look at a confederate flag and not go oh yeah black people might not like this some is like some is missing inside of you you know what i mean there was a whole episode of Golden girls about that yeah Ooh. shout out to uh, my girls okay dorothy blanche they <laughs> rose okay samantha they were, they were oh wait was it samantha <laughs> no that, samantha that, is my is, about that's sex in the city yeah that's my that's sex in the city that's the other four that's my bad that's, that's the younger four that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, 
Maxine, okay. <laughs> Max is what I call her. Sophia. <laughs> Sophia, yeah, my bad. <laughs> but shout out to the, that was a woke show. That was ahead of their time. It was a real woke show. And then they took down their blackface episode, but they weren't doing blackface. No, they were they not. They had on mud mask and they took it down <laughs> anyway. And you know what? I hate, I, I hate to be the old woman. You sensitive ass niggas. Everything, something, every time something about blackface don't mean you need to take it down. Y'all get on my nerves sometimes. Context matters. I'm starting a streaming service called Only Blackface and it's just gonna be the blackface episodes that are missing other places so people can finish the show you know it's like damn i really want we got, we got golden girls we got 30 rock what mm-hmm. else is on your shit? okay we we gonna have it, like it won't be a lot like we'll only be like 99 cents a month because we won't have a lot of content <laughs> but just for people that feel like damn i really would like to finish this episode this season of the office or whatever the fuck and then you could come there and finish the blackface off you know you're like oh that's what it was mm-hmm. yeah and i and i have to admit i'm old like i like the old tom and jerry and shit like that that you know some of that good old-fashioned racism you know and bt like blackface that. that's what i'm gonna call it bt blackface and we're gonna have all the race all the racist stuff everybody's ashamed of come watch going with the wind with us okay okay i know y'all want to get these classics in okay we got these we got uh the, the racist black maid from uh tom and jerry come on we got her over here Thomas! with us you know Thomas! she had like 17 skirts underneath her dress yes like somebody gotta put on man we lo- we lose all, my- all i have in my head right now is is you is or is you ain't mm-hmm. my, baby. my baby that's man. my jam and you know what i learned a lot of classical music beethoven and shit i learned watching them goddamn cartoons we got just the scenes with the racist mm-hmm. clothes from dumbo come on just just, the, just those scenes though not the, not the whole thing if you want to see dumbo oh. go to disney plus if you want to see the crows <laughs> come fuck with us at bet blackface mm-hmm. we got y'all <laughs> Do you? There was this Looney Tunes cartoon that I remember being offended by as a kid, mm-hmm. and I don't even remember the premise of the actual cartoon. I just remember seeing a plane. It was like go over a map going to dark Africa. Yeah, dark, uh, darkest Africa, and I was just like, "What the hell are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. What is been about?" It was in a cartoon. It was mm-hmm. interesting to me. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't remember the exact cartoon. I just remember when I was a kid being like, I think this is pretty racist mm-hmm. and I shouldn't be watching this Mm-mm. often. Like another mm-hmm. one was, uh, cause everybody was like, oh, Speedy Gonzalez, he's racist. I was like, no, Speedy Gonzalez is, he might be racist, but Slowpoke Gonzalez. That's the race. That's racist. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. one, that motherfucker right there was offense yes sir he was lazy he talked he talked different than speedy Mm -hmm. like he was always drunk it was like yo what the fuck are y'all trying to say (laughs) we knew what they were trying to say Mm. they said it they laid it all out right there bt blackface find slowpoke gonzalez y'all because i know they done took him down everywhere else Come Y'all ain't on. never gonna be able to see the truth. And uh, my dude with the guns, but like the rootin' tootin' this. What is his name? Oh, you talking about Yosemite Sam? Yes, Yosemite Sam would have been pro, uh, pro Confederate flag. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, there, okay. He didn't have one on his belt buckle, honestly. Come on, that's a little bit different because like he never came out and was necessarily racist as much as we knew he was probably racist. Yes. Like him and um Foghorn Leghorn was definitely racist. Hundred percent. Yeah, I say, I say, now, boy, I say, like mm, that sound too. Uh. Like if Foghorn Leghorn was a man and not a chicken, like he right. would have been a slave. 
yeah it wouldn't even have been nothing funny about him he just be a racist slave owner we'd be like yeah he's he definitely owns like i say now nah, i say boy i say uh you ain't you ain't from around here are you now boy You're like oh and see peppy they talking about peppy le pew yeah peppy le pew was harassing everybody yeah but you know mm-hmm. what's weird um his had the opposite of blackface because it would be a black cat that would get a white paint stripe on it yes and then he would be like that's a skunk to me i'm gonna holler at this cat for the rest of this mo- the episode the show so mm-hmm. i don't know if that's racist but he definitely was rapey yes so. he was. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't racist it was yeah. rapesque yeah he was always uh, and harassing that cat i don't that know if he cat. uh i don't know if he qualifies for bet blackface but he qualified mm-hmm. for something yeah he does uh parole mm-hmm. maybe pro- probation or like a <laughs> a limited stint within the prison system i don't know something he was on a he was on a list yeah he got, he, yeah he's registered that's gonna be when, <laughs> when when the looney tunes come back and it's woke that's gonna be the first episode is him registering on the sex offender yes it is <laughs> yes it is <laughs> you know what and one of the first episodes when they come back is gonna be wiley coyote uh e, uh amazon and shit he was like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna order from the amazon store just have the shop job. it might work <laughs> forget acne i got amazon now. Right. right this shit might actually work <laughs> right like we might, actually, we might actually lose the road runner mm-hmm. oh, well um listen we're almost at the end but we can't leave without talking about a scourge that is near and dear to our hearts and something that doesn't go talked about enough and that is all these crimes that people are doing with swords out here yes swords drive me crazy mm-hmm. okay you you on our side yes you love yeah. to hear it uh, this is the longest sound effect in the world, so just let it play out. It's got about 10 more seconds. A sword, a Viking reenactor. Oh, shit! Mm-hmm. Wait, let me make sure we haven't done this one before yet. Let me just double check. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, we haven't. Okay, damn. A Viking, this is how often it happens. A Viking reenactor nearly kills his partner during sword play. Well, they had real swords in the reenactment. Right. First of all, almost all swords are real. They cut, don't they? I mean, if you go to one of these nerd conventions, these cons and shit, and you buy a replica sword, it's a fucking sword. Yep. I, I've held one in my hands and before. And they heavy as shit. Yeah. I, I, really, I really looked at that dude like, you just selling these? You know, as a black man, I'm definitely not buying one. I'm never getting home. Yeah. I, like, I ain't yeah. gonna make it to the yeah. car. We 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 seen the one we seen the one from Adventure Time, and yeah. that shit was huge and long. Um, a woman has almost been killed. A woman has almost been killed by her partner as he was practicing his sword moves in Britain. He is a Viking reenactor, and he accidentally stabbed the woman. He she was critically injured in what appears to be a tragic accident. Now, see, that's the thing. He's basically using that right. He could be using the sword as an alibi for like oh like really i was gonna kill this woman but now i'm just gonna tell people it was we were just playing with swords like as one does i was i was practicing for work and because we don't because we don't respect swords the way we respect guns right like if he said this with a gun we'd be like this motherfucker killed his wife like he you tried to kill her, right but with a sword we're like attempted murder. yeah yeah with a sword we're like maybe he was just you know playing a power ranger we don't know he just felt a little stabby the horrendous incident happened in southeast england in camp behind a 17th century pub called Woolpack inn 
it occurred outside a caravan that had been parked on some land near behind the pub a male who was a viking reenactor is this their version of like our confederate reenactors yes and that shit is scary uh he lives in the caravan he was practicing his sword skills when he stabbed a woman the unnamed woman sustained a life-threatening injury to her neck yeah so he he was but but behind the pub with the caravan and so people must have witnessed it i'm assuming somebody witnessed it i don't know uh yeah it says uh i don't know actually it appears the viking reenactor and the injured woman are in a relationship little more is known about the incident according to an anonymous source i've heard it was an accident involving a sword a local woman who also wished to remain anonymous said the sword cut her neck and now she's in the hospital it appears that the man who accidentally stabbed the female is an avid reenactor the male is said to have a big bushy beard just like a viking oh, our session ended oh shit oh god oh hold on a second let me pause this mm-hmm. uh technical difficulties y'all uh, by me well which i mean i technically forgot to look at the clock um but <laughs> technically yeah <laughs> everyone everyone is back okay so uh the same source told the daily daily mail that we saw the air ambulance land at the back and she had to have blood transfusion on the spot it's a wonder Ooh. it's a wonder that she didn't die there and then uh there's a possibility that the couple were engaged in a viking reenactment when the terrible accident happened um, now i, I want to know if that's what she also did for a living or was this also her hobby or did uh, he just mm, his nonsense? that's a good question right because like what if he's a viking reenactor and she don't know she's she an did. accountant right <laughs> she don't even know she part of reenactment he's like surprise viking reenactment she's like what oh you stabbed me <laughs> <laughs> he just like he just like turns to the crowd and bows like and that's how it's done folks the vikings were surprise attacks okay no, 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 sir, no. all we do is pillage right meanwhile there have been death and injuries from during these reenactments for a long time what yeah in 1997 an american man died of a heart attack while taking part in a recreational civil war battle they love them civil he war deserved battles. that yeah well it depends on what side he's on but yeah uh <laughs> i know i feel like if you do this for fun there's only one side that you want to be on and if you're <laughs> thing, it's almost like a punishment i don't even understand why the north side reenactors i mean i don't understand why the south side reenactors exist like i get the north side people because they won you know what i mean right like oh remember that time we whooped your ass let's go do that again but who signs up for getting their ass whooped you already know the outcome you already know you lost the same people who wear those flags now proudly Uh, but you would think like during the reenactment they would just try to win then you know like like then then like (laughs) rewrite history right they're gonna rewrite it these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. be signing up to be like oh i'm dead y'all you got me again carpet bagger (laughs) and they just they just lay down on the ground yeah okay like this is like uh when the harlem globe tried to play the washington generals who want to be on the washington generals we all everyone in the audience knows what it is they know y'all gonna lose no one you know what i've never heard in the history of the globe trotters man that boy from the washington generals boy he he could play no no one no one gives a fuck you have 90 points on the washington generals it doesn't count because you have to lose the game this is yes you do these motherfuckers are dumb. Mm-hmm. in 2018 a man playing a part of a knight in a medieval joust died after impaling himself on his lance oh how did he do that 
don't know the man was a military veteran and was fatally injured when he was striking a target with his weapon how is that possible he struck it and it broke and came back and hit him i'm confused in 2019 a convicted offender was struck by a replica of a medieval double-headed axe during a home invasion he was struck by a reenactor that who was defending his property in michigan oh so this time it saved someone's life he just happened to have it in his house because he was a reenactor and he killed someone breaking in his house okay so it was it served its purpose wow that time it worked out also in 2019 in australia a young man was seriously wounded by a blow of an axe occurred during a mock duel at sydney's medieval festival that doesn't sound too mock to me Mm-mm. it really that does not very real also replica mm-hmm. acts so if your replica act kills a real person it doesn't sound like a replica sound like a real it's axe an axe. just sounds like an axe <laughs> sound like you have an axe in your house you know, sir I'm, i have a question when the last time y'all heard a replica scissors last time right. i taught you know all scissors <laughs> cut paper because you know what doesn't work a replica gun like if no, i it does not shoot you with a replica gun nothing gonna happen because it doesn't work you know what i mean you can't die from a replica gun but a gun gun bullet right but a replica sword can kill the fuck out of you it seems that the person who inflicted the injuries did not realize the young man was injured and kept on striking him uh what yeah so that so i guess that dude really took an l i don't believe any of that i think these are murderers murderers (laughs) (laughs) and that's just the end of it like, they just use that hey y'all if y'all get invited to anything replica say no say no i will not participate they might be inviting you to your death imagine you chopping somebody with an axe yeah. and they screaming and shit and you like oh no they're just really good at reenacting oh my god he's so good at bleeding i didn't expect that dude you oh, should get an blood, oscar those blood bags are real yeah man take, <laughs> give yourself a hand actually i have your hand so i'll give it a <laughs> oh man i just want y'all to know that this makes me feel just so vindicated because as you know i grew up in new york Mm -hmm. and you know chinatown is here and any old teenage boy can walk into a shop and buy a sword see so as a teenager i knew a lot of people who owned swords who didn't understand why i didn't want to just come and hang out at their houses right you don't even need you don't even need a license. No class. You don't no, have to. Re- like teenage boys were buying swords. You don't in need, New York City. You don't have to register for a sword. You don't have to register sure that you own mean. a sword. This shit is so fucking dangerous, and people just have them. Like you, like what if you're just dating somebody and you walk in their house and you see they got a fucking sword? It's like, what is this? Oh, I just, no. I just really like Teenage Dream Ninja Turtles. This no, this it is over. Yeah, it's insane, man. <laughs> Be careful out there if y'all see these people with these swords. Be safe. Protect yourself, man. Because mm-hmm. we don't want to be reading about you on our show and be like... We don't. They was fucking with them sword people, so y'all be careful. <laughs> uh, Sharon, can you tell people where to find you mm-hmm. and uh, how to check you out? Um, You can find me on Twitter as Sharonica. Um, I'm on Instagram as Sharonica NYC. Oh, and I also didn't mention one of my other hustles now. I'm on Poshmark. I'm also on Poshmark as Sharonica NYC. If you want to buy some clothes or jewelry or shoes for me, mm. come on You'll through. A woman, of, a woman of many hustles. Okay, a hustler as they call them. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it was it was a pleasure uh, virtually it meeting was. you, Sharon. Fun. Uh, we maybe what, maybe one day we get to do face to face. 
If if the cold yes, leaves. y'all gotta y'all gotta come to New York when it's safe to do anything. We that's were we were about to, so yeah, we, were we definitely right we still we still have those tickets, um, just sitting in the ether. Okay, they're just out there and can't get a refund land. And right, because this is when it first happened, and the, they was like, no refunds for nobody. At some point, we do plan mm-hmm. to go to New York, so hopefully we will get to meet you in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank That'd you so great. much for coming. I feel like uh, I'm always uh, liking and and uh and seeing your facebook and your twitter and stuff so it's been cool to like you know be official so all right you have a good one y'all in the chat room y'all have a good one we're gonna be back tomorrow with our lovecraft recap um so we'll we'll have things to say about the things that we saw that you're all scared to watch um (laughs) (laughs) until then i love you i love you too